Hey everyone, it's Rich Lombino, therapist and lawyer. Welcome and thanks for joining me. In this podcast, I explore topics for maintaining good mental health through expanding your knowledge, developing insight, and creating and sustaining behavior change with the goal of improving the quality of your personal and professional lives. Visit richlombino.com to learn more about my counseling practice, see how to contact me, connect on social media, and read my blog and ebooks to learn about other topics. All right, let's get started. As of May 2020, when I'm recording this podcast episode, we're still living in the new normal. COVID-19, or the coronavirus, has taken over our lives. Tragically, there's hundreds of thousands of lives lost, countless others suffering while infected. Those on the front lines are burned out physically and emotionally. And small businesses are possibly facing their end or are gone already. For many of the rest of us, we're experiencing things like fear of the unknown, working from home, managing children because schools are closed, 401ks that are decimated, and more significant strains. These pressures can all negatively affect our mental health. Stress, anxiety, isolation, depression, alcohol abuse, relationship concerns, and more. There's no one who isn't having difficulty at this time. In this podcast episode, I'll discuss a variety of strategies and coping skills that could be helpful for you to managing your emotions during this challenging time. Coping skills are things that, uh, many of which you already do, that can be helpful to make you feel better, manage stress, and things like that. So, for example, one coping skill is distraction. Now, what do I mean by that? Let's say you're feeling really anxious and the thoughts are going round and round in your head, also known as rumination. You just, you try to get it out of it, but you can't. So something you can do is distract yourself from these thoughts. Uh, for example, let's say uh, binge watch a couple of shows on Netflix. I always recommend uh, comedy, especially a silly comedy like The Office or Parks and Rec. Um, you could listen to some music. You could reach out um, to someone that you care about and who cares about you to vent a little bit. Uh, just be careful with that. You don't want to sort of burn out one or, or more people where you're constantly reaching out to them because they have their own stressors and you need to be the, uh, there for them as well. There's also deep breathing. Now, all of us obviously are breathing, but throughout the course of the day, we really just take um, very short breaths to get in enough oxygen to remain alive. But taking uh, three to five deep breaths at least once an hour can actually be very helpful to reduce any anxiety or stress that you're experiencing. This goes back to the uh, fight or flight days um, if you're breathing quickly, the, the sense that's being sent to your brain is you're in danger. Uh, whereas if you're breathing slowly, the message to your brain is that everything's okay. And this is based on research that has uh, been done. So something that so as far as the, the deep breathing, um, 
breathe in for five seconds, hold it, your breath in for two or three seconds, and then let out for five seconds. Give it a try. Um, again, ideally, if you do it throughout the day, it can bring down your overall baseline anxiety instead of just doing it only when you're anxious. Something you do while you're doing those deep breaths are what's called positive affirmations. Uh, in your own voice, uh, develop some things that you'll say, such as, I am okay, I feel okay, or I'm going to feel better. And as you're doing the deep breath, say one of those things in your head. Journaling can also be a, a very effective means of uh, <clears throat> bringing down stress level, uh, sort of like reaching out to your... Uh, support network, but you're putting your thoughts down on paper, or if you prefer, digitally. So there's two types of journaling, generally. One is to just blast out whatever negative emotions you're feeling on, onto the page or screen. The other is, uh, when you're not overly emotional, to reflect back to times when you were and try to determine the root cause. If you're able to do that, you'll be much more successful in bringing down your anxiety levels when you have some negative stimulus. Exercise is always uh, a good thing to do, whether it's yoga, taking walks, uh, you know, lifting weights, riding a bike. Uh, those types of uh, things that you can do can release positive uh, chemicals in your brain, such as endorphins, to make yourself uh, feel better. Keep a healthy diet. That's, uh, of course, good anytime, but it'll give you more energy and uh, will help. Something else that I recommend is uh, taking a walk to nowhere and a drive to nowhere. So typically for myself, I, this is probably the first time I've ever just gone for a walk without a destination, which is great because it's also exercise. But something I've been doing as well is getting in my car and just driving around for 15 minutes or, or more uh, without sort of going to a necessary place like a pharmacy or food store. The benefits of this is you get out of the house and out of your neighborhood, so you're seeing different things. And that variety of, of visuals can be helpful to break up, the, let's say, uh, at worst, the monotony. Something else that I think is helpful uh, that I've been doing is walking around while you're on phone calls. Um, if I'm talking to a friend or a family member for, let's say, 45 minutes, I could w wind up walking about a mile and a half. So if you have a few calls during the day, it's a good way to uh, get some additional exercise. Now, so, sometimes if I'm inside, it's a little silly if I'm just kind of pacing around the house, but... Uh, and maybe a little challenging if, if there's other people home with you. But to the extent that you can do it, uh, it can be helpful. Next, I would say managing exposure to the news. Uh, if you're on, the, if you're looking at the news all day long, updating it every five minutes, that could be really challenging for uh, sort of dealing with your stress level and you know what's going to happen next. A few other things are any type of uh, maintaining of normalcy can, can have a, a good effect. And by normalcy, I mean what your life was like before this happened. So try to wake up at the same time that you did. 
put on some some work clothes, even though it's like, hey, I'm home, I can wear sweats if I want. Uh, but putting on the work clothes can put a little bit of of a of a of a difference between home life and work life, and could potentially make you more productive. Also, working uh, usual hours, just if possible, if you're in a job where you don't have to be on call all the time, and you normally work nine to five, then once you get to five o'clock, stop working. And if possible, have a separate workplace, ideally a, a separate room, uh, and only come out the way you normally did when you were working, in the bathroom or eating, that sort of thing. So th- those are my thoughts on some of the things you can do to maintain good mental health during this very challenging time. I hope you found them helpful. Well, that's it for this podcast episode. Please subscribe, rate, and comment, and share on social media and otherwise. Visit richlombino.com to learn more about my counseling practice, see how to contact me, connect with me on social media, and read my blog and ebooks to learn about other topics. Most importantly, if you or someone you know are looking for more support, I'm here for you. Look forward to you joining me for other podcast episodes. Take care and be well.